Following Christ in 2021 is not for the faint of heart. Striving to be a kingdom man isn't about packing up and taking a vacation. It's about getting your mind right, your gear packed, and heading into war. It's more important now than ever before to stand up for what's right and just in the eyes of the Lord and seek His truth. This ain't a cruise ship, fellas. It's a battleship. So buckle up and get ready for the truth, the uncomfortable truth. Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are on episode 7 of season 2. So glad to have you today. Have you ever made a decision not to eat something because it hurts you? You guys ever done that? Something hurts you and you're like, man, I can't eat that anymore. Yes. Oh, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So about spaghetti. two weeks ago, late spaghetti? Late at night. Late at night spaghetti. spaghetti. Yeah. Heartburn. About two weeks ago, I said, I'm not eating Whataburger. And for about two weeks, I have not eaten Whataburger. And then what happens? You feel like, uh, I'll be fine, right. you know. And so yesterday, I had Whataburger. And that first real stomach roll, I was like, ah, I shouldn't have had Whataburger. <laughs> that was, and then I spent the next several trips to the bathroom. To the bathroom. Like, what in the world is on this burger? <laughs> so then you start like, is it the tomatoes? Is it the mayo? Is it the burger? I don't know. But I'll probably go on about another two-week journey without Whataburger. Yep, that's pretty, it's uncomfortable. pretty uncomfortable right there. All right, Obi, you want to open this up in prayer, brother? I would love to. Father, we just come to you today and thank you so much for loving us and our families. Lord, we thank you for your provision. We thank you for just giving us wisdom and discernment to cipher through all of, the, all of these tough decisions that we we have to make on a day-in-and-out basis, Lord. Um Lord, we pray for our families. We pray for all the families out there that are sick. Uh, we pray for healing. We pray for peace for for those that are dealing with sick uh, loved ones. And, uh, Lord, we just pray that you would um, watch over them, give them a peace like they've never understood and like only they can get through seeking you and seeking a relationship with you, Lord. We thank you for this platform that you've given us to spread your word. Uh, Lord, I pray that we can do some kingdom work today for you and honor you with everything that we do and say. Thank you for the men in this room. Thank you for the encouragement and love that they give me. And uh, Lord, I just thank you for that opportunity that you give us. We ask this in your holy and precious name. Amen. 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 Okay. Today, this is Sean. Today is my my go, and um, I am um, going to talk about how God still performs miracles. Um, I've seen this in my own life. I've seen this in uh, the lives of lots of uh, friends and family around me just over the years. And um, um, one time, I I had a guy tell me miracles. You know, the, that that only happens in the Bible. You know, or that only hap- that only happened years ago. Whenever Jesus, you know, walked the earth, that that doesn't happen nowadays. And I think you would be surprised uh, if you got on YouTube and you typed in miracles and uh, the testimonies that you would see of uh, miracles performed uh, by God throughout the world. And uh, it's just it's it's really amazing. I want to start off um, by reading out of Mark nine twenty three. And uh, this Bible verse right here, I feel like, is uh, timely when it comes to talking about miracles. And Jesus said to him, if you can, all things are possible for those who believe. 
And also out of Luke one thirty seven, for nothing is impossible with God. Lots of people right now are, are just during this crazy time of uh, this COVID pandemic. Uh, I know here in the East Texas area, um, it's pretty rampant. And every day I have somebody, um, you know, Obi and I here, uh, we went through COVID, but you hear of somebody who's going through COVID that you know that has to go to the hospital or, or got admitted into the hospital or has double pneumonia. Uh, there's a lot of that going around. And um, we actually just yesterday uh, found out that we have a friend uh, that's in the hospital with with pneumonia and, and just didn't, we didn't know anything about it. And um, um, so uh, it's, it's a crazy time, but one of the, one of the, uh, I, I guess praises, uh, you know, in during this crazy time that I have is, I have a, uh, a another friend that I used to work out with at the uh, at a local gym here, and um, his name is Clay, and uh, he has been uh, he has pneumonia and uh, he has COVID. He's been struggling with COVID, and uh, just a few days ago he received um, some bad news and an X ray. Uh, revealed that he has secondary pneumonia, and the doctors were scheduling to move him into ICU. Clay is one of the he's one of the godliest men that I know. I mean, he is a servant for the Lord. He, uh, uh, I was just telling the guys here the last time I ran into him at Home Depot, uh, he started helping me load some wood in the back of my truck, and then. Uh, immediately said, "Hey, before I leave, I, I, I want to pray for you." And uh, it was interesting because the Home Depot guy even bowed his head and prayed with us. So, as he as we were uh, loading wood, and uh, just to kind of give you an idea of what kind of guy that that Clay is, I mean, he's just he's an amazing, um, just uh, selfless uh, man, and he uh, he does a lot of work, a lot of volunteer work, and so. <clears throat> what happened, excuse me, a couple of days ago, um, he was broken before the Lord whenever they told him that they were fixing to take him to ICU, and he began to pray aloud in, uh, in his room uh, there at uh, Longview Regional Hospital. And um, he his voice was elevated. He started talking uh, even louder and just crying out to Jesus. Two nurses uh, heard his voice, and they, they ran into the room to to see what was happening or what was going on. In uh, just a few minutes later, uh, there was eight nurses in the room. It was room 206 at Longview Regional. And uh, they all uh, held hands and and they uh, locked arms and encircled uh, Clay's bed and just began uh, to pray with him. And um, there, a miracle happened. Uh, God heard their cry, and within hours, Clay... Um, as he was waiting to be admitted into IC- ICU, his readings uh, began to change and improve, and his numbers, and he recovered, uh, and uh, they canceled his trip to ICU. And if that's not the power of God, I don't know what is. It's amazing. Yeah. Miracles still happen today. And um, I, I just uh, I, I know that whenever I was struggling with COVID, um, uh, you know, I was very fortunate to never have to uh, go into into the hospital besides a trip to the hospital. I never had to be admitted. I never had double pneumonia. I never had <clears> – I was bad off, but <clears> – <throat> I was bad off, but I wasn't like just – 
so sick that um, that they were fixing to take me back to ICU. That's for sure. But I still, God healed me, and 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 God healed uh, my brother here, and uh, we didn't we didn't get to that level. Uh, but I'm I'm here to tell you right now. Uh, I was getting I was afraid. You know, I was praying and I was struggling and. And I was wondering if God was hearing my prayers and, uh, you know, in that moment and, uh, you know, um, it's God's ability to perform miracles is absolutely real and present. And a lot of people don't always understand, you know, uh, why it doesn't happen or, you know, but it's all, it's all about, you know, being in his timing and, uh, nothing is impossible with God, you know, and I feel like whenever our faith, uh, you know, is, is at a pinnacle level. Uh, I feel like that that's whenever you see God show up. And so, um, you know, it's, uh, it's crazy, but it's interesting. And I just wanted to ask you guys really more than anything. I mean, if you've had, if you can think of an example or if you have an example in your own life of whenever, um, you know, God showed up for you and, uh, um, it's, uh, I have some, you know, I'd like to share with y'all too, but I, I just wanted to kind of start with y'all and just pass it around and see if y'all could think of a time or knew somebody, you know, who had uh, actually uh, experienced a, a miracle in their own life. It's hard. And if you don't have anything, I can jump in. Well, I'll, ta- I'll, I'll talk about like how I feel about it. I, I think when you're talking about miracles, uh, sometimes it's it just scares you. Right, it just it scares you to to be. It's that fully uncomfortable feeling of like, do I do I proclaim that this is a miracle, mm-hmm. right? Or 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 what just what just happened? Mm-hmm. And so in my life, and and to my own detriment, I haven't cataloged those things where God has performed a miracle, big or small, in my life or in those around me. So I can't think of anything. Uh, off the top of my head to say this was God God's miracle right now in this room. I'm sure something will come uh, right. to me later. Yeah, I I'm 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 exactly in line with you there. I mean we've all we've all heard stories and we all um I think that undoubtedly we've experienced uh situations like that. But again, um you would think that if it was something super significant in to us, we we would have never forgotten sure. about it. So seems like whenever know. people are thinking about miracles, it, it automatically goes like back to their health, or or maybe somebody um, you know dying and then coming back to life, or you know like a scenario like that, or and, like um, like you know you said earlier in the podcast about when people talk about miracles, they're like, oh, that only happened in sure in biblical days, and exactly Jesus, when Jesus was walking the earth, and I think that's a lot of what people think about what well, they think about well Jesus healing the blind man sure. and they think about the you know him him touching the leper and, sure. and healing you know just obvious you're looking at this moment in time and Jesus touched them and a miracle happened mm-hmm. you know it uh, I, I think I think something so something just came to mind uh the guy who built this room <clears throat> that we're sitting in right now was it at one point in his life, a drug addict. And so he built this shop that we're sitting in, in this room that we're sitting in. And God healed him from being a drug addict. He still struggled with it, but God healed him and took 
took a man that at one point was so heavy on drugs he was having visions of demons pouring tar on him and running through the woods for for miles to get away from him like in real life um and he healed him and, and being around that guy was one of the most influential things that's ever happened in my life of how much he loved jesus yeah he still struggled um he he still had moments of, of weakness um but he did a lot for the kingdom of God because God put his hand on him. But any any of us that would have met him in in the days where he was he was struggling with the addiction, we you know, if if we would have known the circumstances that he was mm-hmm. going through and the things he was experiencing would have said it's going to take a miracle for him to yes. get back, right? Yes. Sure. I mean, like that that You see somebody so far gone, you know, that we don't as humans don't think there's no way Right. There's and no way. I mean, I believe it, that was a miracle. Yeah. And any of us prior to maybe seeing that would have said, it's going to take a miracle. You yes. know, I mean, like we we always say that kind yeah. of stuff. And then what happens when it actually happens is like we, we discard it as. Right. We yeah. don't give it credit. We don't give God credit where, where yeah. God deserves all the credit. It's kind of it's kind of sad. It really uh, is. Yeah, there's no doubt about it. And and by the way, I I met that guy. His name is Larry Hurt. Yeah, the guy who built this room that we're sitting in. And unfortunately, he's not with us anymore. Yeah. Uh, but I will tell you, he had a special gift, and uh, I'll never forget. You know him. He was also uh, a guy that would pray for you on 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 a yeah. dime. I mean, like right now. You know, he's like, oh well, let's go to prayer about it. I mean. At the gas station, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. where. If you if you when you run into somebody like that, I feel like that they have a special place. I mean, uh, yeah. I, I feel like they have a special place in heaven. I feel like they have a special place. Uh, I feel like they have God, um, and they're just. It's really it's, really, a, it's contagious. Yeah, they have a it special really relationship with the Lord. Yeah, you know. Um, yeah, you want some of that. Yeah, when you're when you're around them, you you want like it to them. It doesn't. The outside influence of what's going on around them doesn't matter. What's in their heart for Jesus? I remember sitting in Bodacious Barbecue with that guy and about three other guys that he knew, and just eating lunch one day. And basically, we went into a worship session yeah. in Bodacious. And there's other people in there, and those guys start praising Jesus, like Lord, if if it weren't for you, I'd be in the ditch right now. And Lord, thank you for saving me. You know, we went we went there, and wow. it was it didn't matter what was going on around us. Uh, very a lot of moments like when you were with that guy were like that mm-hmm. because it didn't matter yeah what else was going on what mattered was jesus saved him and he knew he was going to heaven and he wanted to tell everybody about him that's exactly right it's pretty it was it was really neat you know i think about a time in in my life and <laughs> a lot of people might i think a lot of people the majority of people would say oh well that's just a coincidence that yeah. didn't that didn't happen, but I'm gonna. I'm here to tell you in my life, and it was a miracle. It was a miracle for me. And uh, whenever, um, and I've told this story before, you guys. I know you've both you've both heard it. But um, whenever um, we was probably about halfway through, uh, my wife and I starting a company. Whenever we were uh, younger, and uh, it was a, a company called Antler Works uh, Furniture and Lighting Manufacturing Company, and um, you know. About halfway through, we were always just kind of struggling to trying to trying to figure out what we were doing, you know. I mean, and 
And as we would, the faster we grew, I, I remember specifically um, this this specific time um, we were having just uh, cash flow issues, and um, this was a, a one of those weeks where we were giving it one hundred and ten percent, but we came up short at the end of the week. And I remember vividly uh, getting down on my knees and saying, "God, I can't do this," and just you know teary-eyed and I can't do this. I'm, I'm giving 110% effort and I can't do this on my own. I need your help. I mean, just help me God to, uh, to, to get through this. And, uh, I mean, and I probably said about a five minute prayer of just kind of pleading with the Lord and, uh, for him to, to, to help me, um, to, to be able to pay my bills and pay my men. And, and, uh, anyway, so, I guess the long of the short, I was about $15,000 was kind of the number I have in my head short that week in order to to make payroll. And, I mean, I was going to have to call Dad and ask for the money or something. <laughs> I mean, I, I didn't know what that's I was a big, about to That's do. a big number sure. to be short. Well, um, like within, within 10 to 15 minutes of me saying this prayer down on my knees <laughs> – um, uh, a guy walks through the door uh, that I'd never met before who was driving by, uh, you know, we had a retail store called the rustic ranch and, uh, he was driving by in, in an area where there's not, uh, it's, it's kind of a commercialized, it's, it's more of a warehouse type, uh, industrial area, not a retail store type area, you know? So the odds of somebody walking into this warehouse that that I'm in that has a retail store in the front of it was not real high on this specific day. And uh, this gentleman walks in, and he spent almost the exact amount of money that I needed uh, in order to make payroll and do everything that I needed for that week. And for me, that was absolutely a miracle. That was not a coincidence. Mm. That was not somebody that I called and said, "Hey, are you coming?" I mean, it was just—it was a miracle. And yeah. uh, so, I, I just think that there's so many different ways that a lot of people might notch up as that wasn't a miracle or that wasn't God answering my prayers. God answered my prayers that day, no question. Mm-hmm. And uh, so, uh, modern day miracles happen. Uh, every day. I mean, when you look at that situation, when you look at Clay Perkins, when you look at uh, people being healed, and then somebody saying, "Oh, well, he was going to be healed anyway." No, he wasn't. Right. Not Thank necessarily. God. I mean, uh, don't don't discount God's blessing and God's miracles in your life. I think a lot of people discount it or notch it up as a coincidence. Mm-hmm. Um, whenever they actually prayed for that situation to happen. It happened, and then they turn around and want to not give God all the glory and credit, and uh, it's sad, really. At the end of the day, you know, there's a, it, it is sad because they, they, I mean, they, they don't recognize that God did that. You know, what I mean, and 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 that's just a lack of relationship with, uh, you know, with the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's a song, um, by a Christian artist named Danny Gokey. And it's called Let Your Heart Beat Again. And it's one of his first big songs um, that he had on Christian radio. I don't know if y'all remember, but Danny Gokey was on American Idol. Mm-hmm. And one of sorry. my favorite dudes sound, ever. <clears throat> I feel like I sound really congested today. I, I am. Um, so that's why I sound that way. But nevertheless, I feel like my, I feel like my voice is deeper. deeper. Yeah, yeah, that's what I feel like. Maybe a little. <laughs> Anyhow, um, Danny Gokey's song, Let Your Heart Beat Again, I watched an interview with him. Um, 
on about this song and what um now I don't know if he wrote it or if it's what encouraged him to sing it but he was encouraged to either sing or write this song because of this situation and this um this miracle that he saw happen and um basically he said that um he talked to this he talked to this doctor who was a heart surgeon and uh, he said the doctor, you know, and, and I'm not going to get it verbatim, but you know, long of the short, long of the short, he he was talking to this doctor who was performing a heart surgery, and this pastor, uh, I'm sorry, the pastor is who he was talking to, and this heart surgery was one where uh, they were allowing people to kind of sit behind the glass window and watch the surgery, and. Um, it was a heart transplant. They put a brand new heart in this lady. And um, the heart surgeon finished his surgery. Everything went to perfection. And he he uh, finished. And, you know, you see in the movies or if you know anything about whenever they put a new heart in there, they, they, they kind of tap the heart and make, you know, give it some, it's almost, it's almost like they're trying to, Stimulate it to start beating. Exactly. And uh, he tapped the heart, and the heart wasn't starting. And um, and they did all these other medical measures, medical treatments, and and all this stuff to try to get this heart started, and it wouldn't start. And that doctor, um, this pastor sitting here watching this and thinking this lady's not going to make it, you know, and the – um, you know, you, you there's speakers in the in, in on the outside of the room, or where they mm-hmm. can they can hear what's going on, on the inside of the room. And the doctor, the surgeon, the heart surgeon, gets down on his knees, and he said, the pastor said that he starts talking to this lady, Miss So and So. I have done everything that uh, I needed to do in order to make sure that your heart surgery went perfectly. He's praying to the Lord and he's, and he's talking to her in this prayer. And he says, uh, you know, I, I need you to know, you know, that, that basically God equipped me to do this surgery for you. And I need you to tell your heart to beat again. And, 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 wow. and like on cue, ba-boom, mm. ba-boom. But her heart starts beating again, and Danny Goki is just literally in tears in this interview, and 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 it's what made him sing this song. <laughs> He's like, and uh, and I mean, when I think about a miracle, that's that's what yeah. I think about. Powerful, yeah, on another level, exactly. Yeah. And uh, you know, I mean, so you know that stuff happens. I mean, that stuff happens and we, and we don't hear about it, um, until we hear somebody get on a big stage and talk about it like that. But there's so much, I mean, doctors will tell you, especially, uh, doctors that, that, that have faith in the Lord and that are Christians will tell you, there's just not scientific answers for some of the stuff that they experience on a day in and day out basis, Mm -hmm. week in and week out basis. It's, it's only, the answer is only, but God, but, Mm -hmm. but God, you know, and, and uh, it you, you know, there's absolutely modern day miracles. Uh, I couldn't agree with you more, Sean. Um, you know how cool to be. You know we always talk about 
you hear people say, well, how cool would it be to see Jesus heal, heal the, the blind man? Mm-hmm. You know, how, I don't know that it would be any different than seeing that doctor get on his knees, asking that gr- lady to tell her heart to beat again. Yeah. You know, yeah. I mean, talk about powerful yeah. and talk about building some faith and, and, and just, you know, allowing you to see with your own eyes, the power of God. Mm-hmm. Pretty special. That's pretty awesome. Yeah, no doubt. You know, I think that God, um, I really, I really think that he puts us, um, through these hardships and I feel like that God allows us to experience these things, um, you know, to build our faith. I, I think that, I think that's all, it's all a part of his design. Sure. Um, you know, we, we get, we get to these, these points where we need a miracle and these guys like this Larry man that y'all are talking about and clay, this other guy that you're talking about, they, they have obviously been in situations where they didn't feel like that they were going to make it out of it. But, mm-hmm. you know, it pri- prior to those moments where they were talking to you guys and prior to clay being in that hospital room and being able to, uh, call on the name of the Lord to heal him. Prior to that, Clay had had a come to Jesus moment. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yes, uh, it, because that moment wouldn't have happened if Clay hadn't experienced some sort of hardship, and if Larry hadn't experienced some sort of overcoming this addiction that he knew that he couldn't get through alone. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 so it's like these guys. They they have been through the trenches, and and uh, not that we haven't, not mm-hmm. that we haven't experienced hardship and grown from that, uh, you know. But I believe that, you know, just I, I think about, uh, I think about the Israelites, you know, sitting there, you know, thinking that they're all about to die, and then all of a sudden the Red Sea opens up. And they're able to go through it. Can you imagine <laughs> that? I mean, that's exactly like imagine. Do you think any of them walked away from that experience thinking like, "Well, it was a low part in the sea, <laughs> you know, and the 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 no. temperature and the wind was right that day, and you know, uh, no, what a, what a coincidence. I mean, how cool is that that we got to? You know, walk they across. knew God was alive and well yeah, that day. They, yeah, they did. But here's what's crazy, Sean. What's crazy is. That happened, and we all sit here and think about that moment, and we think there's no way that I would ever doubt God's power and ability to do anything in my life ever again. Then they spent 40 years in the desert. That's right. Yeah. And, and why did they spend 40 years in the desert? It's because, you know, Moses sent the, he sent the 12 men from the 12 tribes of, of, of Israel to go and scout out, you know, this army of giants and these this massive army that they were supposed to be going against. And these spies came back and 10 of them were like, there's no way we can beat these guys. They're giants. And Caleb and Joshua are over here like, no, did this we God just, just parted the red sea. Yeah. We and he's can, been feeding us and he's been feeding us. Exactly. We can beat anybody. We can beat anybody with God's help. But because of the lack of faith of the other 10, God made them spend 40 years in the in the desert uh 
you know, for the next 40 years before he moved them into the promised land. It's but a grand example of how we live today on a, you could call it a smaller scale, right? Yeah. If we're not tied in and recognizing God and who God is every day, then we'll have times of complacency and right. times of um, living to our own understanding. I think part of the part of the thing that we're talking about here is recognizing miracles. We talked about miracles. God still performs miracles, but are we recognizing those and are we growing from those and are we tied in enough to God to understand what we don't understand, right? Right. It's interesting right now they're doing a uh, big documentary on the parting of the Red Sea and they sent down uh, divers and stuff down to the bottom of the Red Sea, you know, uh, and they're, uh, what, what they're doing is they're going down there and they're looking for uh, relics of like, uh, ch- uh, they're finding, I mean, I saw it with my own eyes, chariot wheels that have like, uh, they're covered in coral. And, Are you kidding uh, me? No. That's awesome. It's wow. really, it's really cool. And uh, anyway, they're doing a big documentary over that. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, you can probably uh, get on uh, either YouTube or, or Google. And, and so they're and filming that, that right now? Yes, I just saw a, uh, a deal just the other day on social media uh, talking about it, and I watched a little excerpt Man, that's of cool. It. It's really neat. That's cool. Yeah. My, my, my point was is, is that it's just unbelievable that you can see something like the parting of the Red Sea, go through that, be saved. You know, the Lord just saved you from death in the most miraculous way that you could ever possibly imagine. And then there are still those that doubt. Mm-hmm. And 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 it's and it's just because we're we're, we're flawed humans. Yeah, I know? don't. I, and I don't think like you're just sitting here calling the Israelites out, saying that they're idiots. No, like this is stuff that we see in our life. Maybe not the parting of the Red Sea, but we do see miracles. Yes. And then tomorrow, we may say, "Oh Lord, why does this happen to me?" Yes. You know, and all I mean, all three of us. You know, Brandon's not here right now, but I'll include Brandon. I mean, all three of us. We see God's provision. We mm-hmm. see we see what He's done in our own lives. We see how He has provided, pulled us through hardship, carried us through trials and tribulations that we've experienced individually, and yet we we still struggle, you know, to yeah. have that faith that we need in order to think that we're going to overcome the next one, you yeah. know. And and it and it if you if if when you say it out loud, it really makes you feel like an idiot yeah, it really you know does. um but it makes you feel like those israelites you know that that saw the red sea part you know mm-hmm. because yeah we didn't see the red sea part but goodness he has pulled us out of some mud there yes. is no doubt i mean yeah he, he's pulled us out of some mud together so um anyway I, I i just i just encourage everyone that the way that i feel like caleb and joshua were the, were the two guys you know that were a part of those 12 tribes of israel that god allowed to stick through the 40-year um you know stint in the desert and then lead the israelites into the promised land those were the ones that had the tightest relationship with god and those are the ones that they they just leaned in you know Mm -hmm. they sought him and everything that they did so i just encourage um you know our listeners to seek him build that relationship with him so that you can recognize the modern day miracles no that Sean's talking about. No doubt, yeah. I, it's they're they're alive and well, and we just need to take the scales off our eyes and pay attention. 
Amen. All right, wrapping up, guys. Uh, I just thought of a miracle that the Lord performed in my own life from season one, episode 11. It's titled Momentum. Go back and listen to that one. You might get a kick out of it as well. Um, appreciate you joining us today. If you would, uh, help us share this podcast with other people to reach more people for Jesus. Um, hit those buttons at the bottom. Like, subscribe, share. Leave a review if you have the time. We really appreciate it. Go out and kick the day in the face, and we'll catch you on the next one.